You know a lot about golf. It is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave. Yep, at the Sagamore Golf Club in uh, Noblesville, Indiana. Nice place to be teaching golf. You know, it sounds like a nice place. You know what I'm saying? We are here, and we are here. We're going to talk about games within the game. Games golfers play. I know that a lot of people play this game for money. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard a rumor that on occasion, there are some people out there who shall remain nameless. Yeah. Who tend to trade dollar bills between each other at the end of a round of golf. For one reason or another, I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. Maybe it's a gift. That is probably it. It's altruism at its finest. I would think that would be it. We're going to discuss some of the different manifestations that trading of money and those congratulatory salutations may or may not take, along with an interview with a guy named Wayne Simperman, who uh, invented the, the Vegas golf game, which you may have seen. Let's go back in time about a week however and get this out of the way because so far we're the only people who haven't discussed it in public first off i i have a conspiracy theory that the usga takes their annual opportunity with the u.s open golf tournament to not as they say identify the very best golfer in the land but to make pga touring pros look bad they seem to set up their courses so they're very very tough And it kind of got away from him this past U.S. Open at Shinnecock. Yeah, you think? Yeah, Mr. Davis uh, outdid himself, and um, I don't think there's a whole lot of people who are happy with him. Yeah, here's a couple thoughts. I have always heard the statement of, we're not trying to embarrass the best players in the game merely to identify the best one. I find that to be a bunch of bull. Yeah. What the heck do you think the world rankings are a compilation of the best performances over time of the best players in the world. Mm -hmm. It is how someone going into the U.S. Open is already regarded as the best player in the world. All that week of punishment of shots, of really good golf shots, you know, it's a matter of an inch one way or another. You're really not identifying anyone that week except quite possibly the luckiest. You're not necessarily the best. That's why I think that that whole stupid sentence of we're just trying to identify the best one is a whole bunch of horse poo. I'm not a big fan. We go back to my conspiracy theory, and and I firmly believe that if you weren't trying to embarrass the best players in the world, you wouldn't have to say, hey, we're not trying to embarrass the worst best players in the world. So that's, I tend to agree that yeah. there's always that we're going to make this so hard that the best players in the world can't make us look bad because they shot under par at our tournament. Now there's one more brief visit to the whole Phil Mickelson debacle. He should have been DQ'd, right? You know, I'll tell you what. I have served as a rules official. I have been under the gun in situations like that. And as a committee person, I don't have a whole lot of choice in the matter, but to see it for the big picture that it is. He even said that he was trying to gain an advantage so that he didn't wind up playing hockey on that hole any longer. Right. People are trying to say in the world of golf that they know the rules and rule 1.2, you know, the rule that starts with number one, like (laughs) this is a big rule here, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is you're not allowed to purpose in, you know, have intent and 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 strike a moving golf ball and move it, you right. know, change it, alter its course. Right. Which he did, and he did it on purpose, and he said he did it on purpose, and he even said, "I'm planning on doing it again on 15 at Augusta if it happens there." <laughs> They're trying to deflect it and say, "Well, no, it really belongs under Rule 14." in which case rule 14.5 allows him to do that because he actually made a stroke meaning he drew his putter back and struck it forward to move that ball yeah he did make a stroke there's no doubt about that but even in the influence of that it goes it even says under rule 14.5 to go if if in fact that it's done with the intent to alter the course of a ball which he did that he's got to go back and look at rule 1.2 
Yeah. And then they go, oh, but there's this exception to rule 1.2. If, you know, if your shoes are tied on backwards and you've got a brown belt on and a yellow shirt, then it probably doesn't apply. Yeah. And if you're left, if you're left handed, if you're left handed and it's your birthday, ignore the rule. Play on. Or something along those lines. Yeah. Right. That's where if let me tell you, if it was any of let's say it happened with an amateur in the event. Yeah. Not a high ranking tour professional, not a a guy who's loved by the fans of the tournament. None of those things are fun. Just some old guy, an amateur that's playing the event. He goes up, does the same thing on Sunday. Yeah. He's not. No, he's gone. I'll tell you another thing. You know, there's this whole thing about in the rules that whether he gained a significant advantage. That is something that's important to know here is that he was doing this to gain a significant advantage. Yeah. And I've had this discussion with a few people go, no, he really didn't gain a significant advantage. I said, yeah. Tell that to everybody in the field that finished lower than him in the tournament at the end of the day. Yeah. If he's not in the tournament, all the people who finished below him on the leaderboard made more money if he's not there. So that is by definition of money a significant advantage. It isn't like he made $6 and that amount of money that he made gets spread amongst everybody else below him. They all get better off. I'm saying that's pretty significant. That is pretty significant. And there you have And if you want to know how much he made and how much everybody made at the U S open, we've got the list, the payout list uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. There you have it. The definitive answer on the rules debacle from the U S open with Phil Mickelson. Now, definitive answers on what kind of games golfers play. It's coming up when we come back. Hang with us. I've got a buddy that I play golf with on a regular basis, and we got into a two-man scramble at a very classy golf course. And he called and basically told me to wear something really nice. What he was saying was, John, don't wear shorts. Even though my shorts are Peter Moore shorts and they're really nice, he wanted me to wear long pants. This guy's a traditionalist. So what did I do? I pulled the Peter Millar five pocket pants out of the closet and put them on. These things are so soft, so comfortable and stylish. Not only did we look good on the golf course in the two-man scramble, which we won, by the way, but right afterwards, I went out to dinner with my daughter at a very nice restaurant. They are machine washable, so you can wear them to the golf course. You can wear them out to eat. You can wear them wherever you want to. Did I mention they were comfortable? Five pocket pants, the most comfortable pair of pants that I've really ever had. And you can say that about everything from Peter Millar, too. Their shorts are so soft. The shorts that I wear on most occasions when I play golf, well, they're great, too. Why don't you head over to PeterMillar.com slash weekend right now and check out some of our favorite Peter Millar clothing, okay? Uh, And make sure to use our link, and you will receive complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's right. Complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R dot com slash weekend. PeterMillar.com slash weekend. Go now. It's us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and we're talking about games golfers play. I'm sure you've done it. Oh, yeah. What was it Lee Trevino said that you don't know pressure until you're standing over a $50 Nassau with $5 in your pocket? Yeah, he said something along those lines. I've heard variations of that sentence. Yeah. But every one of them are attributed to him. It's like Abraham Lincoln once said, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Along those that lines. That was fortuitous. <laughs> really think that far in advance? What a- he was a pretty smart guy. You know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> you know what? He must have had a lot of brains under that big tall hat of his. That's, where he, that's why he had wore the big hat all the time. He had to stuff, you know. <laughs> Wayne Simperman is a uh, guy from Vegas Golf of the Game. He invented uh, a particular game that's that's pretty cool. We're going to talk to him about it coming up later in the show. But uh, let, yep. let's just do the, the, the normal thing. You mentioned one time, and I think that yep. it bears repeating, is a game that you and some of your buddies play, basically a call-your-shot game. Oh, yeah. And, you know, leave it to a golf teacher to come up with something that not only would make him a bunch of money, but, but would teach some lessons, some valuable lessons to the folks playing with them. Ex- explain how the game goes, man. First off, when you start to play a game like this, make sure you play with somebody of equal caliber. Otherwise, you're going broke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
there's my disclaimer. Okay. So what we would do is this. I'd get together with some of my buddies, and we were all trying to be better players. And this made us focus on the things that matter, was the shot at hand, right? What we would do is simply this. We would start out, and each of us would get a big, gigantic bag of nickels, and we'd carry them with us. John, you and I are going to play this game together, all right? Okay. John, you're going to say to me, all right, Jeff, I'm going to strike this golf ball, and it's going to start off this high, and it's going to three branch over there, and it's going to curve back to the side of the green over there. And if you hit the shot, and it does what you said it was going to do, called your shot, right? Mm -hmm. Then I gave you a nickel right then, right there. Right. You got rewarded for controlling your golf ball in the way that you said you were going to control your golf ball, cool. which is truly impressive. Yeah. But if you didn't, you had to suffer the indignity of paying me the nickel. <laughs> and I was rewarded from your inability to hit the shot you said you were going to shoot. And then we'd go back and forth and we would do it on every single shot. Everyone that I hit, I would call my shot. If it right. did what I said it was going to do, we'd even do it on putts, John. So from bunker shots to pit shots to chips to everything, it made us better players because of two things. It made us get rewarded right away for hitting something that we knew we could control the flight of and the shape of and what it was going to do. But it also made us pay very close attention to just having that happen. So all of a sudden, we got to be better decision makers on the golf course. Yeah. Now I'm playing in a tournament, and now because of playing that game over and over and over again, I only choose to play the shots I know I can control. I know that I'm not going to choose a shot that's got a, under a 50% chance of being successful for me, so therefore I don't make big numbers in tournaments, right? Right. So it makes me a better player. I also know you well enough to know that giving you a nickel should I not be able to carry out the shot I predicted, giving you the nickel would not be the only the only thing I would suffer from. No. I'm, I'm sure there would be more. No, there was plenty of indignities that went along with that nickel. Yeah, I can imagine. But nonetheless, that's the premise of the game. Yeah. And, and what it does is it makes you choose more wisely, and it also makes you pay attention to how you're going to say what your ball is going to do because then you'll only do the things you can control and then you'll learn to hit certain other shots. Yeah, you'll so you'll basically learn, will, you'll play within yourself. Yeah, that's the first benefit. The second benefit is is that you'll go work on some other kinds of golf shots and you won't try them under pressure until you're ready to have it. So it's kind of like if you were, I said I played this game with a friend of mine who owned a restaurant and he was a chef. And I said, all right, chef, this game is similar to you got a new line cook. And he says that he's got this new thing that he wants to put on the menu and he wants to start it tonight. And you're on the restaurant and you're like, no chance is that going on the menu tonight. He said, no way. He said, there's no way I'm letting the new guy test out something on my clients. He's going to have to be able to nail that thing every single time before we put it on the menu. I said, that's exactly right. Right, yeah. You perfect it before you put it under pressure. And is it is it also like a game of horse and basketball where you can't call the same shot twice? Well, the truth is, is that if you only have one shot, you keep calling it, you keep hitting it, you keep getting money. Okay. Just All checking. Right? Just checking. So, if you're a one-shot wonder... And that's what you can do, and man, you can do it. You're going to collect a lot of nickels, <laughs> right? Because you can. Yeah. You only suffer the indignity and handing over the nickel um, is when you can't do what you said you could do. Mm-hmm. And it. so that makes you a much better player, makes you a much better decision maker, and then it, it forces you to go practice something else. <laughs> yeah. Learn another shot, buddy. Come on. Right, but there's a point there that it made us all better players yeah every one of us got to be a better chooser because we did make our ball do what we said it was going to do it also made us realize how stupid we were to decide to take it over the corner of the water when we could bring it back 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's there's a game you can try. We've got more games for golfers coming up when we come right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. I've got a buddy that I play golf with on a regular basis, and we got into a two-man scramble at a very classy golf course, and he called and basically told me to wear something really nice. What he was saying was, John, don't wear shorts. He wanted me to wear long pants. This guy's a traditionalist. So what did I do? I pulled the Peter Millar five pocket pants out of the closet and put them on. These things are so soft, so comfortable and stylish. Not only did we look good on the golf course in the two-man scramble, which we won, by the way, but right afterwards, I went out to dinner with my daughter at a very nice restaurant. They are machine washable, so you can wear them to the golf course. You can wear them out to eat. You can wear them wherever you want to. Did I mention they were comfortable? Five pocket pants, the most comfortable pair of pants that I've really ever had. Why don't you head over to PeterMillard.com slash weekend right now and, uh, and make sure to use our link and you will receive complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's right. Complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R.com slash weekend. PeterMillard.com slash weekend. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 of pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. It's us, those weekend golf guys. Chad Ashton here, Jeff Smith there. Golfing games, games for golfers, games golfers got. <laughs> got game? I got game, you got game? Is there a point that you feel, I mean, a, a friendly game? I, I've I've played golf with some guys who are like, you know, anyway, say dollar hole? Dollar hole is cool. I mean, most of us could scrounge up 18 bucks, even if we you know, knew we were going to lose everything, um, be 18 bucks max. But these guys are doing, yeah, 100 a hole, showing off, yeah. basically. Um, you you got to keep it to the point where you don't piss people off, right? Well, look, everybody finds their own niche in what they're comfortable with. Sometimes people play for the, for the, for the yapping at each other, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some people play for social reasons, just for fun. Some people play with their buddies. They always want to beat their buddies, but that doesn't mean that they have money on the line. Yeah. You got to pay attention to who you're playing with, man. You don't want to lose friends over a couple dollars. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. You know, people get in over their, over their comfort level. And next thing you know, you don't even want to play together anymore because it puts you in that awkward social position where, you feel like you've got to bring more money than what you really rather play for. Yeah. And then when he beats you out of it, now all of a sudden you're like, well, damn, this kind of put a hamper on the relationship. Yeah. And then the other guy, well, what if it's you and you're the guy who wants to play for more money and now all of a sudden you feel like you're ripping off your friends. Right. So, so now all of a sudden you got this whole social problem that you created because you gamble. And, you know, maybe it's just better to say, hey, loser buys the drinks. Mm-hmm. Leave it at that. Or, pl- or play for grins and giggles. Yeah. You know, somebody's getting a hot dog at the turn or not. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, I just, I just want to make sure that people don't, I mean, you, you got you to gotta know who and why you're playing with who and why you're playing with, right? You know, if you, if you try to play with some people that are just your golf buddies and that's the, the only time you see them and they're not your real friends, just your golf buddies and that's what you want to do. Yeah. Is play for money, okay? 
you found your reason to play and you found the right group to play in because you're all comfortable with that amount of money being shared. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And if the first few times you play and you get somebody in there who's effectively a sandbagger or a ringer, you know, either way, you know, then the rest of them don't want to play with a guy anymore and the group breaks up. Yeah. I don't want to bring that guy. Yeah. He says he's a 10, he plays like a four. Right. You know, yeah. who, brought, who invited him into the group? <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're out and he's out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the problem. Yeah. And then there's the, the added um, dimension of the extra pressure. You know, some some people yeah. are as uncomfortable playing for money as they are saying in a group of people, uh, no, I don't want to play for money. They succumb to the peer pressure going along with the rest of the people. And then every shot is like, oh, man, this is going to cost me. And that, that ruins the game. Right. You know, I have learned that I am far better playing in a tournament than I am playing for a dollar okay. because I work hard and I know what a dollar means to me and I hate it when I lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that somebody else feels the same way. And if I win and I win the dollar, I just made somebody else feel bad about their dollar being lost, right? And I'm not I'm not here to do that. But in a golf tournament, everybody has thrown in their money to play in that golf tournament to compete against each other, not for the dollars that they all threw in, but for a prize and for the fact they're gonna win. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a whole different animal and I always play better in those things than I do when I play against someone for money that they earned. So I, everybody's a little different. I really don't like playing for money. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't either because I'm like you. I either feel very frustrated when I lose or guilty when I win. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if somebody said, hey, Jeff, we're going to play for $100 today, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, that's another hour golf lesson. That's another something else I could have been doing with that $100 bill. Yeah. I could have paid for this, for that, another, you know, that's another two, two and a half tanks of gas. That's another, you know, two tanks of gas and a couple of cheeseburgers, you know, whatever way. I always start to earmark whatever else I could do with $100. And then I start to think, well, why am I, why am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And for most of us, it's, you know, it's another two rounds of golf. You know? Yeah, I can I can lose to you and play once this week, or I can um, I can not, not play for money and play three times this week. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, there's I mean, so I'm not suggesting that that it's bad. I'm just telling you that I don't like it for those kind of reasons for me. Right. Now right. there's plenty of guys who get amped up to play, and that is the reason that they play. They view just going to play golf is is just like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But yet they'll go play golf against someone, and they go because it's competition and because they can take somebody else's money. Okay, we all have our personal motivation, and that's fine. So what we're saying here in this little in this time, find your group you want to play with for the reasons that you want to play, and then everybody's happy. But when you start to mix the groups you know, with the different levels of, of gambling or whatever it is, you know, now all of a sudden you're really taking it to a level where you're, you're, somebody's going to walk away unhappy. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not just the loser, but sometimes it's even the guy who did something who played decently enough, but he felt bad because either he, A, took somebody else's money or B, just didn't like feeling uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, the 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 folks who just take the money are fine, but the people who take your money and rub it in your face—that's um, yeah—that's another problem, you know. 
you know, one of the things that I have a tendency to do, you know, I've been in gambling games like that. And, you know, during the round, I tend to find out what kind of ball they're playing because I watch, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if I win, a lot of times they go to the pro shop and I'll buy, a, you know, a couple of sleeves of balls and toss them at them at the end and say thanks. And at least they found, man, I, I even though I won the money, I went and bought them a couple of sleeves of the golf balls that they like. Yeah. So it really didn't take too much. Right. You know, and, and it left me with a better feeling and it left them with a better feeling about me. You exactly. Know? Yeah, golf is a great way to make friends. Gambling on the golf course is a great way to lose friends. It, it can be, that's yeah, for sure. certainly can be. It really so, can be. So yeah. if you do uh, play for money, hey, be careful out there. Got a, another game, real cool game, Vegas Golf the Game. You've probably seen it. If not, listen really close because it looks like it is the probably some of the most fun you could have while playing golf that I've seen in a long time. Hang on, we will be right here. I got an email just the other day. Guy said, John, how much does it cost to join $5 Golf Club? Yeah, that's what I said too. $5, hence the name, $5 Golf Club. All right? It's not just $5 to get in and then we hit you with more new this month, next month, and every month that you feel you need to become a member and stay a member to get to where you want to be in your golf game. Whether you want to break 100, break 90, break 80, break 70, whatever your number is, Jeff Smith has the videos there now and new videos coming every week that will help you accomplish that goal. Okay? $5golfclub.com. Use the number 5 dollargolfclub.com that's all it costs five dollars a month phenomenal golf instruction at a ridiculously low price that's us five dollargolfclub.com and welcome back we are those weekend golf guys john ashton here in the studio got on the line with us and, uh, Wayne, if I butcher your name, man, just chastise me. But Simperman. Wow, yes, you got it right the first time. Hey, Perfect. Yeah, that's because I lived in New York, New York for a while. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, Wayne uh, is is the uh, the purveyor, dare I say, the inventor. You want to take uh, credit for this, man? Absolutely, Ve- absolutely. Vegas golf, the on-course golf game, and this thing is, is so cool, man. I know uh, – bunch of people uh, probably have seen it. I don't know if a bunch of people uh, listening to us have had an opportunity to play it, man, but it kind of adds a uh, a second, third, and fourth dimension to your uh, golf. What was the thought process behind this, man? Were you just getting bored with the same old, same old Nassau stuff or what? Well, you know, honestly, uh, you know, uh, a poker player, poker player and, oh. and an avid golfer. Okay. And, uh, you know, instead of putting, you know, we always, you know, make side bets on our golf card. Right. And, uh, and I had a couple of casino chips in my pocket and kind of said, well, why not just put some negative and positive tasks on these poker chips and just formalize what we do every day anyways, instead of, you know, keeping side bets on a scorecard and we formalize it with real poker chips. So that's, that's how it got started. The very first game years ago, we came out with, it was only seven chips. We had uh, the positives, which was the, the birding of one putt at the time, mm-hmm. you know, the wild card, which was whatever rule we wanted to make up as a foursome before we teed off on the course. Right. And then we, we only had four negatives. You know, the water, you know, you go into water, you go into trees, you go into sand, uh, you three putt, yeah. or you get an eight on a hole, snowman. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's how it started. So, it, it's again, you play it on the course, but you only need one game per foursome. And right. it's uh, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So, really, the way it works, it's, it, right when you tee off, you make a wager. So, we could all agree, say, hey, let's let's make a – it could be anything. Let's say a dollar chip. Right. So, at the end of 18 holes, whoever has the positive chips – each player owes him a dollar or whatever the, the wager may be. Mm-hmm. But for every negative chip you have, you have to pay each player a dollar. But what's nice is, you know, you go in the woods the first hole, you slice. I could be laughing at you. You get the tree chip. The only way you get rid of it is the next time you see any of us go in the woods. So right. we may not go in the woods for another three holes. Once we do, you're going to be like, hey, this is yours. So it's kind of like a hot potato. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, exactly. As we're, Take this from me. Quick. Yes, absolutely. And uh, 
as you mentioned before, you know, once you step off the green and you forgot to get rid of your negative chip or ask for that positive, it's too late. You can't yeah. be rolling up to the next hole and say, hey, I forgot. You went in the woods. This is yours. So <laughs> you better do it before you, you step off the green. And you better also make sure of that before you start teeing off the first hole because I know people say, <laughs> and would never yeah. play again. <laughs> The, it, absolutely. The it, one, absolutely. The one addition I like, man, the thing that that's, I think would make our rounds with the group that we normally play with the most fun is the beer chip. Now, you do have a yes. closest a closest to the hole on par threes. The guy who gets closest to the hole, of course, gets the positive chip. But the farthest from the pin on a par three gets the beer chip. And what that means, you're holding the beer chip when the beer girl comes around, you're buying. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny, you, you, you hit upon the most, our most popular chip. We I can imagine. We just that about two years ago. And uh, everybody, you know, they'll send us uh, pictures or a, a short video clip, you know, when the beer cart comes. Yeah. You know, but that's it. But you're absolutely right. Whoever has the worst tee shot, only on par threes, right. gets the beer chip. And then, like you said, in your pocket, that beer cart comes, you're, you're buying. So you better get to the next par three and have a better shot. <laughs> exactly. Because if she comes by before, if you're, if you're, tell them. <laughs> no, I was going to say, if, you're, if, if your buddies are like mine, they're going to say, hey, do me a favor. Just drive off, turn around, come right back in about five minutes. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I guess it depends. Uh, I would be a bigger tipper, though. I'd say, listen, take your time. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is for you. We'll see you later. Again, we'll just go through. You, uh, you sent us one of the uh, bonus 12 chip additions, but you got one putt birdie closest to the pin, positives. And then you've got, well, you got a wild card, which you can make anything you want to do. But then for the, uh, for the negatives, you got trees, a three putt, water, sand, a snowman. And then I love this one too, Grave Digger. Probably our second most popular chip. <laughs> An eagle, of course. The eagle's a positive. Right. But yeah. the, uh, the, the Grave Digger is once you're in a sand trap, of course, you get the sand chip. Now, if it takes you more than one shot to get out of that sand trap, now you're getting the grave digger, which yeah. is another negative on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always a lot of fun as well. And that was a 12-chip game. We also, um, you know, so when we first started, we only had seven chips, went to eight chips. Mm-hmm. Um, the one was this 12, and we have a, a VIP edition, which is 19 chips. And then we have, we really got crazy, and we came up with an all-in. So, and it actually has 26 chips in it. So, people... Really say, God, can I keep track of all these chips? And the answer is yes. If you want to start, you can always pull out some and then graduate. But everybody always wants to keep adding chips. Um, so once you play once or twice with the chips you're comfortable with, trust me, it's it's addicting. Everybody wants to keep adding more and more chips. Uh, Wayne Simperman with uh, Vegas Golf, the uh, on the course golf game. What what's the the 12 edition set you back, man? That's uh, 1995. Huh. And if you go to our web website, uh, Vegas golfgame.com mm-hmm. uh, it's 1995 we pay for shipping and then uh, with that comes with a, a real nice tea bag with a carabiner on the back yeah so you just clip it on onto your golf bag with the instructions and it's always there yes and then the 19 piece uh retails for 29.95 and that comes with a larger deluxe tea bag and then the all-in with 26 chips is 39.95 and also comes with a tea bag as well <laughs> and you know there's an online demo on our site so anyone that may be a, a, a new golfer or, or, or not familiar with with how this played i find the majority of all golfers get it right away it's something we've been doing for years oh yeah uh, but there's an online demo as well that, you know it's, it's kind of a refresher and it explains how the the game is played for your viewers out there too if, if uh, they'd like to purchase online mm-hmm. if they enter a code vip VIP, it's just for your viewers only at checkout. They'll okay. save five bucks oh, uh, cool. on any purchase. Five bucks. And then some people, we sell the chips by themselves too, because a lot of people say, you know what, let me pick and choose the chips I want to make my own custom game. Ah, uh, so okay. we can do that as well. They can do that on, online. In case you want to reward everybody who won putts and not just have the guy at the end of the 18 with the one putt. Because I'd hate that if, Correct. I, if I, I sunk six, six one putts. Up until like the thirteenth hole, and then one guy gets lucky on eighteen, and I got to give up my chip. That would that would tick me off, you know. Yeah, well, that happens. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But then again, you may have three negative chips you're holding on eighteen, thinking how am I going to get rid of them? And yeah. Somebody may you know go into the sand, goes into the water, and then puts off the green, so you get rid of all of them. It works it out. Up. Works out in the end, probably. What's it, it, what's the most Wayne? What's what's the most money you've ever heard of somebody uh, playing for with this game? Well, yeah, a couple years ago, it was John Daly and Gary Player. I guess they're they're friends, and uh, I guess it was their agent, and they had some of these uh, Federal Express into them, and uh, they called uh, to 
their agent, whoever he was, ended up calling saying that they had an absolute blast playing this. From what I heard, it was probably close to a thousand dollars a chip, whether that story's true or not. Uh, but you know, I thought, wow, I, you know, I, I wish, I wish I could get John Daly to sponsor this because he'd be the perfect spokesperson. Have a beer, gamble. Yeah, that's my kind of guy. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some people just take this game way too seriously, man. Drink it yeah, and gamble. Exactly. That's, you gotta that's have fun. You gotta. Loosen up in a, so it's a good trash talking game for sure. Oh yeah. The last piece of this game, you know, for anybody out there that does any golf tournaments or has a company that sponsors tournaments, we actually, you know, all, all of our characters are hilarious when you, they have yeah. a chance to go online. I mean, they're all yeah. real funny characters. But on the backside, we actually put custom logos. So you know, ah. if it's you know Corona or a company saying, you know what, let's give one of these out to everybody who comes to our uh, golf event. Mm-hmm. You know, so and that's been a real popular uh, giveaway for golf sponsors because, you know, unlike a golf ball that you hope you, you retain at the end of the event or, or another hat or towel, uh, this is something that's constantly used. Right. So it, it's been a great premium that, you know, it's it sold in sporting goods stores, you know, your Dick's, your golf galaxies, um, some of your finer you know, golf shops, right. and we sell it online as well. But the promotional part of it has been a real nice uh, piece of business for us. Definitely. It really has. Definitely. So is this uh, taking up more of your time now? You're playing less golf or or less poker or what? Well, you know, I've got to go on a course for research and development. Well, of you course, know, man. Just make gonna... sure the chips are good and, you know, <laughs> time, how often, what's the average time that's a beer right. car's going to catch me yeah, if I have the beer chip? And... Market research, man. Market research. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. It makes all your but, golf but tax deductible it... now, doesn't it? That's right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Why do you think I invented the game? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Well, you know, it's funny if you say that. Just the other day, I, I uh, decided to come out with two new chips, which will be out probably in a few weeks. Uh, but one's going to be at the very end of 18 holes. Mm-hmm. Why not reward? It'll be twice the value or three times the value. Whoever has the lowest score for the round of 18. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, idea. That'll be worth three times the value. And then, of course, why not? We're going to have one whoever has the highest score <laughs> for the round of 18. Yeah, so just when you think you can't come up with enough chips, we're going to add a couple more. That's fantastic. Wayne Simperman, it's uh, Vegas Golf the Game on the course golf game. And, man, what is uh, the website again? VegasGolfTheGame.com or VegasGolfGame.com. Okay. Fantastic. And, and, that, if- and, that, and that VIP is the code, the VIP uh, at checkout, and you'll save $5 on, uh, on whatever any you purchase of 25 or more. There you go, man. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. And Absolutely. It's, it's a fun game, man. I can't, uh, I can't wait to uh, – to get out and i got some folks right now i'm targeting man i'm targeting i know they're going to love the game and i i know oh, do me a favor send me a picture when you whoever gets that beer chip when a beer cup rolls up <laughs> you betcha <laughs> wayne Zipperman, appreciate your time my man and uh, thanks for hey thanks for having me hey our our pleasure totally and uh we'll uh, we'll catch you again right here with those weekend golf guys hang out we'll be right back fantastic you want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. I've got a buddy that I play golf with on a regular basis, and we got into a two-man scramble at a very classy golf course. And he called and basically told me to wear something really nice. What he was saying was, John, don't wear shorts. He wanted me to wear long pants. This guy's a traditionalist. So what did I do? I pulled the Peter Millar five-pocket pants out of the closet and put them on. These things are so soft, so comfortable, and stylish. Not only did we look good on the golf course in the two-man scramble, which we won, by the way, but right afterwards, I went out to dinner with my daughter at a very nice restaurant. They are machine washable, so you can wear them to the golf course. You can wear them out to eat. You can wear them wherever you want to. Did I mention they were comfortable? Five pocket pants, the most comfortable pair of pants that I've really ever had. Why don't you head over to petermillard.com slash weekend right now and, uh, and make sure to use our link and you will receive complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's right. Complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's petermillard, M-I-L-L-A-R.com slash weekend. petermillard.com slash weekend. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. 
discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. us, those weekend golf guys, back again one more once on this uh, beautiful day on the weekend here. John Ashton in the studio, Jeff Smith on his way to Noblesville, Indiana to uh, teach all those folks how to play better up at the Sagamore. That game, man, that uh, Vegas golf, that that sounds fun. Like I was telling um, Wayne, the beer chip. First off, he mentioned that the art on these chips is like funny, and it is. They've got some good caricatures here. But the beer chip, because we, we kind of do this on our own at par threes. You know, we always try to throw something at whoever got closest and then make terrible fun of whoever's farthest away. Now, if you could uh, have this beer chip, you're the farthest away on the first par three. I toss you the beer chip. You better hope we get to another par three before the beer lady gets there. Cause once, yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, because once the beer cart comes, you're buying, you know, and, and probably knowing the people we know that they would indeed, uh, you know, tip the girl a bunch of money and ask her to come back soon before you have a chance to get that uh, beer chip to somebody else so that you have to buy <laughs> a second round too. But, you know, all the things like, you know, the grave digger one, which is for uh, when you can't get out of the sand trap the first time which yeah. used to be a problem for me until the $5 golf club came around. And uh, I watched that video of yours, but uh, you get in the sand, you get an eight, you three putt, you get in the water, you get in the trees. I mean, there's, there's a chip for everything here. You just toss the chips around and you try to get rid of them before you get to 18, the bad ones, and try to make sure you hang on to all the good ones. Right. So, hang on to that birdie one at the end, man. You're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Or the eagle one, too, the eagle. Yeah. And the good thing is, man, you don't have to play for money. Yeah, you can assign a dollar value to all of these. Either, you know, this one's worth, you know, plus a dollar or you pay a dollar if you've got the bad ones. But it could be rounds or it could be, you know, different numbers of rounds or it could be, you know, you have to make the tea time for the group next week. You can do it anything. You don't have to play for money, but it's a great way basically of keeping score. You know, what happens is if you're entertained by playing these games, yeah, it makes all the golf more enjoyable. And what I've found is that the time that I like to play different games are when I'm playing a golf course that I continue to play so I don't get lulled to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, man. Yeah. But when I go travel someplace else, I've already got the newness of the golf course yeah. and the cool piece of property that I get to play on. I get to watch and look around. Right. So it's when I play the old familiar places is when I break out these games, you know, and maybe that's just me and I shouldn't be so, uh, oh, let's say bored on the golf course, but I'm, I'm not. I'm just making it a little more entertaining Yeah. for the same golf course, the same set of tees, the same visuals that I'm used to seeing. I'm trying to shake it up a little. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense, man. It's a you know way to keep yourself uh, extra engaged in the game and like you say not lull yourself to sleep which would not only mean that you're getting bored but it could lead to some bad shots because you're really not paying that close attention because it's in your head hey i've had this shot 153 times i don't need to think about it and there you go exactly you know there's always that oh yeah okay i'll just hit it up there and then you know and then what happens you get to be you know, mentally lazy yeah. as a golfer. So you got to check it out. It's uh, Vegas Golf the Game. And like uh, like Wayne said, if you just go to VegasGolfTheGame.com and you order anything off of their website, if you use the uh, code VIP, that's VIP as in very important persons, they'll give you five bucks off anything you buy, $25 or more. 
and they ship for free. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. All right, one more question before we uh, we get out of here for the for the week, man. Yeah. Do you understand the subtleties and the nuances of the uh, Wolf Challenge game? Well, you know, I played Wolf quite a bit. An interesting game. You know, I played it in in multiple forms. Okay. And you know, one of the things that we like when we play Wolf, you know, you get up there and it's your turn to hit first and you know, you can itch yourself a good shot and then you can instantly say, Hey, look, I'm going alone, like little lone wolf, wolf lone wolf McQuaid here, right? Right, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go after, I'm a, I think I'm going to be better than the three of you clowns on this hole because I did it on par three and I've just busted it up there and I've stuck it to four feet. I'm pretty sure I'm making birdie, right? All I got to do hope now is hope none of you monkeys tie me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Because right. that's kind of the gamble, right? Because yeah. if I say I'm going alone, I'm going to whip all your butt. Well, and then all of a sudden I don't. I got a little issue, yeah. right? Yeah. There's one of them, right? You got to think a little bit. And sometimes what it is is you just take yourself a partner. Guy gets up and hits one to 18. Take him. Then all of a sudden you got two chances. The other guys are now sitting there going, all right, I got two guys that we got to beat now. We got to beat that team. Yeah, you might not win as much money on that hole because you didn't go alone. But you're also not going to get hung so hard. So yeah. I mean, it's, but there's different variations. How much? How much do you play when you play that game? How much do you change it up? Well, see, I, I've really never understood the the subtle nuances of it, and I've never played with anybody who really did. I've played with some people who thought they did. They said, "Well, dude, Wolf." I said, "Okay, explain it to me." And they started to, and they got confused, and they stumbled, and I said, oh, "Okay." Do you know how to play this game? And they said, well, I'm 99% sure. And I said, okay, then the answer is no. You don't know how to play this game. So let's say that the, you get up, hit your shot. It's your turn to go, you know, on that hole first. You hit your shot. You like your shot. And then you go, nah, I'm not sure I want to play against three guys. I'm not sure that I can do that. So next guy gets up, and he doesn't hit a good shot. Do you want that guy as your partner or no? Once you've already, once that guy hits, you don't get to say, "Hey, look, I'm going alone," right? Right. You don't get to say that until you know. When, as soon as that's it, you got to pick somebody else. If the first guy gets up and says and just sits there and spanks one dead sideways, you're going, "Okay, I don't really want this guy to be my partner." So you wait till the next guy. Mm-hmm. And if he hits a halfway decent shot, you're going, "All right, I better think about this. I can't go alone. I don't want the first guy for sure." And if I take this guy, now the heat is on the fourth guy altogether because he's seen what could be his partner Right. is the guy that spanked one off sideways, and my partner is the guy who just hit a pretty good shot. Right. So, you know, you might want to take that third guy if that's the case. But what if the third guy hits a terrible shot too? Now, all of a sudden, you are stuck with the last guy no matter what he does. Right. You're chewing on him as your partner. And now you're hoping like hell that that guy has a good shot. (laughs) (laughs) And you probably start kibitzing and you just guarantee that you're going to ruin it for him. So there you go. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting little, it's an interesting little game. Okay. I have to do some more. It sounds like it could be real fun. I mean, it's, it's like you're gambling within gambling within gambling. Um, Well, because every hole, the new guy, you know, the next guy is the first guy up, and he has all the choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what choice you make depends on how it works out. And yeah, I, it sounds like a you know, somebody's got to be the the accountant in the group, and it's never me. Right. It it sounds almost as good a way of losing a friend on the golf course as alternate shot. You know, almost. <laughs> alternate shot. You hang each other all for eighteen holes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> At least in Wolf, it changes up, and you could lose three friends. <laughs> so when you play alternate shot, do you choose somebody that you know real well so you know that this won't harm the friendship or somebody you really don't care about just in case? Well, you know, what I do is if I play alternate shot, the first thing I do is I start to think that I have to recover for this guy's bad stuff, right? Right. And then every time he hits a good shot, I'm really pumped up. Good. And then, and then, so that takes the pressure off me. And then I just hit good shots. Yeah. And if, and if I hit really bad ones, I look at my guy and go, you know what? That's my fault, partner. Yeah. Sorry about that. That one's on me. Yeah. Get you next time. Sudden, he's not bent out of shape at me for hitting a bad one. And then I don't feel bad because I've already taken the blame. Yeah. It's on me, pal. Sorry about that. 
I screwed up this hole. We'll get him the next one. Yeah, you blame you. Done. You blame you before he can. There you go. That's yeah, exactly. That's where and it works. works out so much better. All right. So much better. All right. Yeah. So listen, the morals you can take away from the stories today is basically don't play for more than you can afford to lose comfortably. Um, don't bet with people that you're not really good friends with. And uh, be careful out there. What can I say? You know? Yeah. Vegas. A whole lot more fun. Yes, it. VegasGolfTheGame.com. That's uh, where you want to go check out this uh, this Vegas golf chip game. And um, you can have a lot of fun with that, no matter what the what the um, you know what, what you're playing for. And um, five dollars off if you use the uh, VIP at checkout, the little code VIP at checkout, and spend twenty five or more, and they'll ship it for free too. But uh, VegasGolfTheGame.com. I want to thank Wayne Simperman for spending some time with us and for coming up with the game. It was a pretty good idea. And we also want to thank you for checking us out. ThoseWeekendGolfGuys.com. Uh, also, Facebook.com slash golf guys. And someday soon when Jeff, you know, stops gallivanting all over the state of Indiana and teaching everybody and their brother how to play, he's going to come back to Facebook Live and uh, teach you how to play something better. In the interim, you, right. you can always go to $5golfclub.com and see what Jeff's got up his sleeve right there, too. That's the number $5golfclub.com. Follow us on Twitter if you'd like at WKND Golf Guys. I think I have covered everything until next week. Hey, go play some golf. Would you like to get all this stuff a couple days early and totally commercial free? We can make that happen. Patreon.com slash golf guys. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash golf guys. For as little as a buck a month, you can become a sponsor and a patron. And we would appreciate it immensely. I've got a buddy that I play golf with on a regular basis, and we got into a two-man scramble at a very classy golf course. And he called and basically told me to wear something really nice. What he was saying was, John, don't wear shorts. He wanted me to wear long pants. This guy's a traditionalist. So what did I do? I pulled the Peter Millar five-pocket pants out of the closet and put them on. These things are so soft, so comfortable, and stylish. Not only did we look good on the golf course in the two-man scramble, which we won, by the way, but right afterwards, I went out to dinner with my daughter at a very nice restaurant. They are machine washable, so you can wear them to the golf course, you can wear them out to eat, you can wear them wherever you want to. Did I mention they were comfortable? Five pocket pants, the most comfortable pair of pants that I've really ever had. Why don't you head over to PeterMillard.com slash weekend right now and, uh, and make sure to use our link and you will receive complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's right, complimentary shipping and a free hat. That's Peter Millar, M-I-L-L-A-R.com slash weekend. PeterMillar.com slash weekend. A lot of us are looking for a miracle. You know, we go out and we buy a $500 golf club thinking it's going to give us straighter, longer drives. We buy a $150 golf club thinking it's going to get us out of the sand traps more easily and more often. We buy $200 golf clubs just because we want to get closer to that pin. Well, you know, you don't need a $500 golf club, a $200 golf club, a $150 golf club. All you need is a $5 golf club because the problem may not be the club. It may be your grip. It may be your stance. It may be your ball position. It may be your swing plane. It could be anything that an expensive golf club is not going to fix, but a $5 golf club can fix because Jeff Smith is a genius and he will be able to guide you where you need to go. Check it out, $5golfclub.com. That's all it costs, five bucks a month.